You're listening to the rpetshealth.com podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Alex Avery. On this show, I bring you pet health discussions that allow you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life. Remember too, you can call into the show on the anchor.fm app if you have any comments or questions. So let's get started. When it comes to finding a dog painkiller that works, what about trying gabapentin for dogs and cats? Its use is becoming more and more common. Is it a valid treatment addition or replacement for the more commonly used non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug painkillers like Rimadyl? Or is it like Tramadol, which works well in people but offers little pain relief for dogs? Hi, I'm Dr. Alex from rpetshealth.com, helping you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life. And living a pain-free life is something that I feel very strongly about, and I believe it's a right for every dog and cat. So hit the subscribe and the thumbs up button below if you agree with this. I'd also love to know what painkillers you've given to your pet in the comments down below. So gabapentin is a human drug that is used to treat some seizures and nerve-related pain. It is in the treatment of this neuropathic pain in dogs, as well as cats, that we'll be looking at today. If we start with how gabapentin works, the simple answer is that we don't know completely, although it appears to reduce the release of excitatory neurotransmitters. Now these are chemicals that are released to stimulate the nerves to pass on a specific signal. If a pain signal is blocked from reaching the brain, then the result will be a reduction in pain. Gabapentin acts on the nerves themselves, unlike some other painkillers like the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. You won't then be surprised to hear that because it acts differently, and has no anti-inflammatory effect, then the effect that we see in dogs and cats is also different. This is why we refer to it as a treatment for neuropathic pain. So neuropathic pain is essentially pain that is generated by the nerves themselves and results in two main conditions. The first of these is known as hyperalgesia, which is an increased sensitivity to pain. Practically speaking, this means that if something was going to hurt a little bit, then it now hurts an awful lot. The second condition is known as allodynia and is where something that's not normally painful becomes painful. So sunburn would be an example of this in us where a warm shower suddenly feels like it's really scalding and very painful. So both of these conditions, that's hyperalgesia and allodynia, develop in chronic pain conditions such as arthritis. The nerves become so used to feeling pain coming from an affected joint that they start to effectively overinterpret any signals coming from that area. A gentle touch becomes painful and a mild sprain becomes excruciating to your pet. The good news is, is that this pain wind-up is reversible, although it can take several months to reverse these changes. Our standard painkillers in dogs and cats, the non-steroidals, will help with this. Gabapentin though can also be used to help your dog or cat become pain-free faster or where our non-steroidals are not enough by themselves. We need to be aware that there are not many studies looking into the true benefit of gabapentin and so as with any treatment we should always be assessing each individual pet to make sure that they are as comfortable as possible. Using a pain monitoring chart can really help in the case of our pets on painkilling medication and I've got a link down below if you'd like to download a painkilling chart that I've done for you. So gabapentin is a useful treatment of chronic pain, but what about acute or sudden pain after an injury or surgery? Well, here the evidence suggests that it is not so beneficial. In the studies that have been done, there's been no difference in pain score between those dogs given gabapentin and those not treated with this drug. Interestingly, interestingly though, despite this, some studies have seen that a lower dose of any additional painkiller given is needed, so gabapentin may well play a useful role here in helping keep our pets comfortable after surgery or injury, but it should probably not be used by itself. 
So now that we know gabapentin for dogs and cats can be a valid additional painkiller to any treatment plan, but especially in the manage of management of chronic pain conditions like arthritis, the next question to answer is, what are the side effects of gabapentin in dogs and cats? Well, thankfully, gabapentin is a very safe drug with very few side effects to be concerned about. The most common side effects of gabapentin in dogs and cats are sedation and wobbliness. Some animals may also develop vomiting. Now, these side effects are generally not too severe and tend to be fairly short-lived and resolve once a pet has been on the drug for a short period of time. Though in some cases, this might not always be the case and the drug may need to be changed. Humans can experience dizziness and fluid buildup, although this is not really recognized in our pets to my knowledge. The biggest danger with giving gabapentin is using a human liquid formulation that contains xylitol. Now, xylitol is an artificial sweetener that is also a rapidly fatal poison to our pets. It causes a potentially fatal drop in blood sugar levels and at higher doses, and in those animals that survive for long enough, it can also cause severe liver damage, which in itself can also be deadly. So make sure you check out my dedicated video all about the dangers of xylitol if you want to learn more, which I'll link up here and down in the description below. As far as overdose goes, it appears that it is really difficult to cause any significant problems apart from the side effects that I've just discussed, and even with extremely high doses being given. Gabapentin is removed to a large degree by the kidneys, and so if your dog or cat has advanced kidney disease, then the dose may need to be reduced a little bit. However, it's quite probable and quite likely that this is more of a theoretical risk rather than a real life danger. Of course, your vet will discuss with you the most appropriate dose for your pet. So that's all about the use of gabapentin for dogs and cats. It is definitely a worthy addition to the tools that we have to keep our pets as comfortable and as pain-free as possible. If used by itself, it might not provide enough of an effect, especially after an injury or surgery, but when used with other drugs like the non-steroidal painkillers, and when used in chronic pain situations like arthritis, gabapentin is likely to provide an extra painkilling boost that might just make all the difference to your dog or cat. So I really hope today's topic has helped you. Please call into the show at anchor.fm. I would really love to hear from you. If you'd like more information on anything I've discussed, then head over to ourpetshealth.com. And if it's your first time listening, also think about signing up to my website newsletter to make sure that you never miss out on future content and allow me to continue to help you and your pet to live healthier, happier lives. So until next time, I'm Dr. Alex from Our Pets Health, because they're family.